Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dope Black Podcast. It took me a while to write this intro because this guest, this guest means a lot to me and he doesn't know it. I wanted to give him the ultimate introduction to do you lovely people and I hope this does its justice. They say a grown up is what happens when a person forgets what it's like to be a child, to be creative, to be emotive and to be guided and not dictated. So how do you raise a child if you've forgotten what it was like to be one? Today, I get to bless your ears with the words from a man who breathes creativity, evokes emotion and guides people of all ages on journeys that they didn't even know they needed to take. He's an award-winning artist, one-of-a-kind choreographer, director and recent news to me, he's a father. <laughs> I've followed and been a fan of his career for years now and hearing he was a father got me asking so many questions. So today, ladies and gentlemen of the Dope Brigade, open your ears and listen close. Far from the norms, Botis Seva. Botis, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good, boy. After that intro, gosh. Wow, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I had to do you justice, man. <laughs> no, thank you, man. It's much appreciated, man. It's crazy. When you hear that, you're just like, oh, okay, good, good. I'm doing I'm doing stuff. Which is, yeah, it's just nice to hear, man. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you for that, man. Appreciate it. No, no. The, the place I want to kind of start off is a place that I don't really know too much about you, um, which was more like your family journey and kind of how your childhood childhood kind of helped you discover dance and how that kind of started. So, yeah, kind of take us through that journey of how your childhood brought you into dance. Childhood, yes. Yeah. So I would say my childhood, I, was, I think I've always been surrounded by music, dance. Um, so my parents are from, uh, my dad's from um, the DRC of Congo. My mom's from Congo and also Angola. So it was like traditionally just like always like when you're growing up as a child, you always go to like parties and you see your mum and like you see your mum always dancing. And that was kind of, I think that environment of music, dance, I think was always birthed from like kind of young. Um, so I kind of, I didn't fall into dance. I think it was, I was only about kind of fifth, probably 15 when I kind of started like dancing. Um, I, I think I always loved it. I remember talking to my mum, she was always like, yeah, you always used to dance, but I never thought of it as like a career. So dancing wasn't, before dancing, I used to like write music and stuff. And that was kind of my base. And then dance, I kind of, it's something that I kind of fell into, like through school. Um, we had like talent shows and stuff and like different people used to come to our schools and teach us. So that's how I kind of fell into like finding dance and even the love of it. So it's, yeah, it hasn't, as it hasn't like been in my childhood as in like a technique or this. It's just like, it's been spiritually, I think it's been in amongst me as a child rather than 
hasn't been forced. It's been it's been a natural thing, which has been nice. You know, yeah. Mm. And and where was that kind of? I don't know if you can. And I'm thinking back to myself as well. Can you kind of pinpoint a point you were like, I'm going to take dance seriously, like, or, or something that kind of like clicked in, like I could do this seriously. Yeah, um, I think it's when. Because obviously I, I went, so I went to school. school. I wasn't. I'm not the best person in school. But school was not the one for me, man. I was just not. <laughs> it wasn't helping me. <laughs> so after like after I, like I did, I did like school like you like finished year eleven and whatever, and then I went to college. But and I was meant to go to university as well. But I only studied for like a year musical theatre. And I think so. I dropped out of college, and I'm telling my mum like, ah, oh, like mum, I'm not really. Basically, I kind of just oh, wanted no. telling an African parent, and you know, yeah. you know, you know, you're trying to tell an African parent that <laughs> when you're dropping out of college and you don't want to go to university, and then you want to do music and dance, and those are the two like options in a household that wasn't really wasn't acceptable because it's you know you need to make money. So I think that was for me the, the realization. I was like, this is something I need. I have, like, I have no choice. Like I have to do this. Like there is no like I have, I have no backup plan. Mm. Like, I have to dance it's either dance or music and it was one of those dance obviously took took the lead more than music but I think it was that man I think seeing my mum's eyes I felt the disappointment in her eyes when I saw her eyes say, for me to say okay I'm not doing college or university and from that day I said okay cool Oof. there's a yeah man no one wants to dis- you, don't, you never want to disappoint your parents you know like it's just it's very that's probably the hardest yeah. things to, to go through in life and because they, they raised you so yeah yeah man I think from that day I just took it I was like no this is what I'm going to do and I I I just, I worked, man. Like I just, and I just worked at it like every single day of my life, man. I breathed it, you know. So again, to this mm. point, I feel like I've, yeah, I've done my best <laughs> to get to a certain level. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, going back on that, like telling your mum about when going to dance, mm. um, kind of brought this, the, I, the question to me was, um, were your parents quite supportive on your dance journey or was it they, they are now and they weren't at the beginning or how did that whole yeah. how were your parents involved in it my my mum's supportive now because she knows that I don't ask her for money you know <laughs> well, you, well you don't ask anyone for money <laughs> she's like you know what like, that moment you're no longer the fucking money yeah, yeah man because it's like it's, it's. I think when she started seeing like the shows and like you know I got to like travel internationally and stuff as well I think she she was like oh wow this is actually a serious thing that's happening and I think it took her some time but then she now she like tells to all her friends like, oh, my son's a dancer. Like, but back in the day, it was ne- it was never a thing that was acceptable. But um, yeah, I think it's that's one thing. I think your parents just want you to do well. So I think it, the idea. I know money is always a thing because it's like they they want you to live and be able to be able to like even just pay rent and just have your own house. Like all of those things are important for them because they've raised you in, in a way to kind of do stuff. So now she's much more supportive, man, and she loves it. So it's it's. It's, it's, it's been it's good it's good that, that she can accept it which is nice yeah I can I can imagine and I also kind of wanted to know because obviously like you've just mentioned on there you're, you're starting to kind of like travel your shows around which is amazing obviously I'm a huge fan of traveling so hearing you're doing it as well is awesome mm. um kind of if you can in in the in the safest way possible kind of break down your creative process of how you create these shows to kind of appeal to people who aren't just in the UK but globally. Mm. Yeah, oh, great. Oh, gosh, that's a big question, isn't it? <laughs> that's a big question. It's a good question, though. Yeah, open. Um, this is to yeah. start the conversation. <laughs> I started it, man. It's good. Now, the create my creative process. So, like, I always start with very simple, just the why I'm, why I'm doing this, man. Like, I feel like, so it always starts, like, with, with an intention, whether it's, I think it's always, mainly at the moment, it's always been things that I'm going through or that I've gone through or that I've kind of gone back to, whether it's trauma or just stuff that I've seen in my childhood. Um, I start with those feelings of like how I felt at that particular time and I try to kind of draw from that in a creative process so it's 
yeah, a lot of the, the work at the beginning is a lot of like rambling. It's a lot of ranting to myself. It's a lot of talking to myself, a lot of writing. Um, and that's, that, that's, that can kind of be, you know, up to a year or just a couple of months. So it can be kind of short or long. Oh, wow. And that process, yeah, it just it, you try to digest, you know, some things it's, it's like even for the moment I was, I was meant to start to work on a solo and I started and I said, oh, I'm not ready, man, because the stuff that I want to talk about, I'm not ready to talk about yet in the particular time that I'm in. So that again mm. might might take a couple more years to just um, to kind of di- digest more and just kind of write a bit more and, and, and then come to that conclusion. So, but yeah, that's my kind of starting creative process. And then obviously I work with like dancers and stuff, which I, I work with kind of an amazing team of dancers who support me massively. I've known them. Um, I've worked for some of them from, I worked with some of them for about eight years so there's a trust I think anyone that I work with that I have to kind of form like this trust of understanding my my vulnerability to give to someone or to tell this is what I've been through it's quite hard to just tell to anyone so that creative process is about having trust basically and then from that trust we start making and I think to, to, to break down the making process a lot of the times I'm just I just make and make and make and make I don't stop until I get to a point where I feel like something's going to come out and I think it's like a um yeah, man, my creative process is up and down. Like I tried to explain it even now. It, it can never make sense until you watch. When you watch it on, on stage, you realize that the process is, it's a messy process, but it's also, there's a lot of chaos, but also a lot of beauty at the same time. You're, you're trying to basically dig and find things. And that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. So especially when we're all traveling internationally to connect to different audiences. Um, I don't know. I always try to think of it. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I want, I'm not, it's weird because I, I don't want to just be like universal just because I want to make the piece for everyone to fit in sometimes it hits people sometimes it doesn't I think that's been a creative process of what I've just understood is not everyone will get it but the people that do get it is a message for them so it's yeah it's a messy process messy mm-hmm. messy process but it's good I love it that's the way I, I've worked yeah, I for a imagine. while so yeah like um, the most the most recent um, piece that I've seen of yours was Black Dog uh, which if anyone ever gets the chance to see it's mad <laughs> like it was so good um, and I can see why that works so well globally because it's not like, especially when you're thinking of it being on the theatre side of things, you're expecting there to be some form of like um, words with the story, but it's not. It For me, it was just an emotional journey. Like it's, it's crazy how dance and the music, that, that kind of brings me to that point with the music for that piece. Did you, because obviously you said you come from a music background, how involved do you use the music? Do you make the music first, then the dance? Is it... Uh, separate way how, how does that kind of interlink because the emotions you brought out in that piece mm. bro <laughs> yeah gosh it's no thank you man it's so music I, I work with a composer so I work with a composer called um, it's called Torben Lars so he's I've worked with him for a while and he um, like the same like we we we, we work together so when we, talk, when we talk about collaboration we, we find the bond of working together and trying to uh, we have these conversations and, and in-depth conversations with each other but the music is created from also from his perspective of what he's been through as well, but it's it's kind of just, it, it's, it's communication. So it's, it's trying to talk with the language, trying to get, get dance to talk and music to talk at the same time while, yeah, not trying to make it like disconnected, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, um, yeah. But yeah, he's like, yeah, Torben's, he's, he's a great, he's just an amazing guy, man. Like he's just, he's just the coolest guy to work with and, and so humble. So it's, it's yeah, it works, you know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy seeing how, like, you've got the musicians, obviously yourself and the dancers, all just kind of c- coming together to create a piece that is just, that, that it's, it's emo- it speaks to your emotions, mm. um, which kind of brings me on to the point, kind of, before, before I get into that point, actually, I kind of wanted to talk more about the, the shock for me was that you're a father now. So um, how old are your kids? How long have you been a dad? 
Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> a long time of that. So I've got um, I've got a five year old and I've got two twins. <laughs> so. Yeah, my life is a bit. Oh snap! Mother Nature hit Mother you there. Mother Nature yeah. hit me, boy. God hit me good. It hit me at the. Um, it hit me. Yeah, no, it hit me as a blessing. But um, yeah, the five-year-old that was a bit of process. Yeah. But the, yeah, the twins are they are now ten months. So one boy, one girl, and the oldest is a boy. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That eight-old question: Are you going to have any more? Or are you stopping? You know there? what? Yeah. <laughs> You know, like <laughs> no, it's all, it's all my partner, man. Like, I, I have to, I have to respect, I have to respect her. Like she's, um, um, no, I think I, I don't know. I, I've probably stopped there. Free is enough, you know. Free is enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, especially when it starts juggling those around, oh, gosh, isn't it? At young ages as well. It's in life, man. Gosh, man, it's such a parenthood is amazing, but it's also oh. it? you, you know, as you know this, man. You're a parent yourself, so you know, you know, yeah. You know. Well, that, that's kind of where I wanted to dwell off this whole conversation around is like, um, obviously, as you know, I'm traveling around with my kids. I'm trying to set up my own thing mm. as well. And I didn't know that you created Black Dog while you still had kids. Yeah. So how did your kids kind of help influence or um, create struggles when you were creating that piece? Like, how is it? How do you be creative mm. and still raise a family at the same time? Yeah, it's to be fair, Black Dog started because of my five year old. You know, so it wasn't. You know, he wasn't planned. Oh, right. Yeah, he, he the, the whole piece is about him. Like it's yeah, that's just yeah, how how real mm. it gets. But he um yeah, because he was he wasn't planned, and it was just man. I don't know, man. It really being a dad. I, I, I you know twenty five. You know, having a a kid. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared for anything. You know, I wasn't like oh, I wanted. Cause I didn't really mm. want. I don't know. I didn't see myself having children. I think my partner did, but I didn't really see myself in, in that yeah. in that headspace. So. It was a challenge, man. That's why I made that show because I was just, I was just really like struggling because it was like he was born and I love him dearly, but it was the point of like I was balancing between like I love you, but at the same time like I'm not ready for this, and it's like I'm just not. I felt very selfish as a mm. person. Like I felt as a as some maybe some parents feel it as well. It's like you you didn't ask for this. It's happened. Obviously, it's happened because it's situation mm. happened, but I didn't ask for this, and it was just all of my stresses. Um, you know, I was even saying to myself, "Am I getting depressed?" Like I went through like a year. It was the year of just mad. Like I couldn't take it, man. I was like, "This is mm. like too much for me." Like, why? Why is this happening? Kind of thing. Um, mm. But it was hard. Like I think I've learned through the through like him just being five. I think I went through a, a massive journey of just like each year understanding that um, it's happened for a reason. But also just I think he's taught me a lot, man. Like he's only five, but like he's just very. When I look at him, like I see my five years of journey through him, and I think that is in Black Dog and it's in the creation that I make now. But it's also, I don't know, it's just a beautiful thing to realize that someone else, um, who's who obviously who is you, is another another facet of you, yeah. um, can really like change your life. And he and he has managed he, like him and my partner really changed my life, man. And the kids and the twins as well that I hear now, they've changed my my idea of, of what creativity is and what just life is. And I think that's a it's a beautiful thing because changes changes needed in, in every single aspect of our life so yeah man it's just been a journey man and i think yeah anyone that's going for it now man it's it's, it's it's sticky but you have to trust the process in it man like it's proper it's deep it can get really deep at times but yeah 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 i, I can completely relate like when me and my missus were having our first one it was planned but i didn't expect it to happen as quickly as it did like everyone i know who's ever had kids it's been a long process right and it was not a long process. So I was like, oh God, this is quick. Um, 
So it was that shock of like, oh my God, I need to get things sorted. Da, 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 da. I'm not, I'm not a successful millionaire now. I've not reached, do you know what I mean? Like you get those kind of pressures. Like, am I good enough to be a father? Um, and, and speaking on that, did, did, was your father in your life um, for, for all of your life? No, nah, my father wasn't, man. And that's, um, yeah, man, that was a real, it's a real, that's why I think also I struggled with having a kid because it was just like, it's the mm. same question, man. How 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 am I, how am I expected to love someone else? You know, I never felt like I got loved in that way, and I, I think it's a lot of people feel like that when you don't have a mother or a, mm. or a father growing up. You, my father was very distant, um, and I think I only met him when I was like twenty four or something. Um, so this is probably the, before my son was born. I met him for the first time, so it was just a weird. Mm. Yeah, man, that's what I think I struggled, struggled through through the five years of, of having um, our son was just that he. I kept asking my same questions like, imagine, I imagine I wasn't here. Like how do you how how do you I don't know like just that question like if I'm not here as a father like how does that make me feel like why so I had just loads of questions about why my dad wasn't around but I don't know man those things happen because it's it's about you again learning and and, and teaching it to your kids that as a parent you have to be around man it's a big responsibility but you you have to like you just have to be there for your kids man because they need you simple man your kids need you man um, so yeah but my dad it's just yeah it's that's happened and. <laughs> You know, you, you try and move on as much as possible. Is there any bad blood between you and your dad, or are you guys quite? Are you quite um, cool now? Um, yeah, but I don't really because I don't really speak to him, so I don't. I don't know him like that. You know, it's a very different. Um, yeah. Know, on his side, I think he's got like ten other kids, obviously, which are yeah. So it's like it's mm. just you just feel there's a disconnect. The disconnect that you feel is that um, you never had a relationship, and trying to build a relationship is hard because you know I'm now 30 years old. It's just like my life is. I have kids now, and it's just like. I can't see myself being out of the picture of my kid's life and it's hard to start a relationship. Mm. I know that my kids need that relationship, but it's very, it's very hard for me because it's just like, I'm a human and I'm trying my best to um, build that relationship. But I just think it's just difficult because it's, where do you start kind of thing, you know? And I think this question for many people is like, where do you start? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a... And then once you're like, like you mentioned, five years down, you're like, what, how did I get here kind of thing? Mm, yeah, yeah, like it's just, yeah, man, it's more like a right roller coaster, isn't it? a big massive roller coaster. You're trying to figure out at the same time, so it's it's yeah, it has it has, it has it up and down, right? And um, um, what kind of what kind of created that um that created the conversation? Um, sorry, what kind of created that conversation with you and your dad? Like, how did that? Because you said it was like 24, right? Just just before yeah. you um had your first child. So it was weird. I, th- I think it was, it was more my brother. So my brother was um. My brother, it's weird. The basic situation was my brother brought me to the to the house, and I opened the door, and this big man was just standing in front of me. So it was a weird. <laughs> it was kind of a weird. Uh, Mad. Yeah, man, it's a weird. But also, it's like you know what is it? it was instantly. I knew it was him. You know, it was like I, I was like, this can't be anyone else because wow. you, know, you know, like it was kind of this like yeah. I, 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 I you know, can see, yeah, yeah. You can see kind of you. One sec, sorry. Yeah, good one. My son just talked to you. <laughs> um, yeah, he. Yeah, it was just weird. So like, yeah, my brother brought him around. And my brother brought him around. It's a bit like, uh, and he came into the house. It was just, it was this weird moment that I just had, you know, the whole day. I was just like, I don't know. I couldn't think about it now. It was like, a, it was like a dream kind of seeing this guy disappear, you know, mm. like a big dream. But I don't know, man. It felt, wow. it did feel weird, but it also felt, at the same time, I don't know. I felt happy, but then I also felt angry at the same time. So balancing between those emotions was tough. But um, yeah, weird. Very yeah, I can imagine, my man. <laughs> yeah. And 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 with your shows, do you travel as well, or is it just the dance that are traveling? Or yeah, um, 
travelled a bit like yeah so it's, I tend to go a bit but not I think with Black Dog I'm kind of, I'm kind of stopping travelling a little bit just because yeah just to be at home because most of the time I spend time in the studio quite a lot um, so it's like when I'm not in the studio rather than travelling I'll spend time with the, the kids and make sure I'm still kind of at home and I'm present um, but yeah it's also good I think with Black Dog especially that it's travelling I think it's nice I don't know man it's kind of nice to leave the piece and not, and not always watch it because it's just the piece is so intense. It's so like I just don't like I don't like watching it, man. It just makes me cry, man. Yes. I, just get, I just get on like I'm in tears when I'm watching that show because it's just you know you're, you're a senior kind of your life on stage. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of take a, I've taken a step back a little bit with that. Uh, so it's nice. I think it's nice for the dancers, man. They get to see different places and stuff. So like, that's a really I don't know. It's a nice thing, man. Totally a nice thing. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible, man. Because I, I was thinking, like, I was I was in Manchester at the time and I saw Black Dog coming. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, where's Botis? They're like, he's got a kid. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. No, I completely understand. Oh, boy. You know, you, you so, know um, <laughs> So, um, what kind of, like, morals or, like, life lessons do you teach your kids or try to teach your kids or want your kids to kind of learn? Ah, man. Gosh, that's a good one, you know. The more, oh, oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's too much. It's called like, like, like if you were to put it into three things, or you're like last, like last breaths. I need to make sure my kids know this, or or like this. What would those kind of things be? Because obviously you've lived quite a, a cool life in my in my eyes, definitely. Like, what lessons do you want to make sure your kids can learn from what you've experienced? Ah. Uh. You know, I think one hard thing is that people will, uh, yeah, one, it's not a value, maybe not a value, but I think it's a sense of like people will leave you. And I think that's hard to explain, like people will leave you. People leave you in different ways, whether it's death, whether it's just, you know, father's not being around, mother's not being around. And I think the, the sense of you have to find, it's hard to, I think it's, it's, it's this thing about trying to, trying to build this thing of trying to find your intention as a child, which is quite a weird thing to say as a child. Because even with my son, sometimes he's like, he um how can I explain this he knows I'm always here I'm always going to be here for him but obviously there'll be a time where like I might not be and I think it's, it, it's some somehow somehow instilling some of those things of like you will have to do things yourself sometimes and I think I, I do push him a lot of, like even the simple things of, like you need to make your own food I know you're five not own food but like if it's small things I think it's, it's starting off small yeah yeah just, yeah Get, pick up your spoon and eat, yeah all of that stuff man I think it's just like it might, it might sound silly but it's a thing of like they need to kind of understand that now um, just because it's like it didn't get given to some kids and I think that and I think obviously it can then go into this idea of like I'm, I may not always be around but you you can, you can still continue whether it's a legacy spiritually I'll always be here but you have to um, somehow still keep on going and trying your best and I know obviously five is young but I think some kids learn that quite earlier on um, that's kind of one thing but and I think I, my values are always about just like one respecting women I think um, it's a big thing because it's Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Respectable women is a big. It's different because culturally, we, we we grew up with different things of how we treat women, and I think certain things that happen over the media, even the Me Too Me Too movement, you realize like how hard it is. Just men, man. A lot of like men and young boys are learning the wrong things. Maybe not from their fathers or mothers, but it's it's important. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Fathers that we teach, just our young boys that we came from women, so we, we have to clearly respect that as, mu- as much as possible and make sure that's a value in our household. So, you know, things are not happening outside the household, which is like just, just a disrespect, you know, of, of like women. So I think that's, for me, super important. Um, and then the last thing is um, I'm a man of faith. So obviously, like my child, you know, like, so I think God, God plays a big part in my life in terms of faith and how I grew up. So I think that's another value of just teaching my kids about God but not in a way where it's just like it's a bit like oh yeah this is what you have to do this is religious and this is that no it's just about the, the spiritual faith that you keep as a human being because the hardship that you will go through is some sort of faith that you need to keep and hold on to um, so yeah man I think those are for me those are, there's loads of things but those are the kind of three things because it's that I would try my best to instill which is even now like even, yeah I've tried to instill those little things into my son but not like um, I don't want to possess him with like all of these ideas but they're just things that, that can slowly build up, build yeah. in him so he can start to kind of like um, just understand those things um, but yeah there's loads more man I'll sure write, write like a book about <laughs> values and because every parent is different isn't it? <laughs> the next piece inspired, inspired like, every parent is so different everyone, everyone <laughs> wants different things for their kids but you just realise that they are their own people you know they become their own people as well so it's just it's appreciating that and you know they're going to become teenagers one day and be like us ugh you know (laughs) I know I know know? it's kind of like it's funny seeing the like when you look at your kids and you see the like negative traits that you Uh, have in your kids you're like oh god you picked up the wrong trick it's the worst it's so bad it's like you know I do it all the time (laughs) my my partner my partner's like yeah but he's you and I'm like that's not me like but you realise that yeah man (laughs) a lot of the stuff you're doing is is and that's what I think makes you learn as well like uh, that's why the beautiful thing about parenthood is that you that's how you learn like they're teaching you this is what you do now change yourself so it's a beautiful thing man such a beautiful thing yeah man yeah like I I used to when I found out I was having my first I, I was in that like shock of like I need to be emotionally stable mental health on lock I need to be perfect so I can teach my kid how to be perfect but it's it's not even the case like you learn from like watching how your kids react like oh I do that I should change that and and then it's kind of like a organic growing process for you both it's an exchange it's an exchange is the way I would see it um and I think that's one of the one of the strongest struggles I personally have had with like accepting being a father and what, what kind of struggles would you say you've had as a parent I think just uh, loads, man. Gosh, struggles. Struggle every day, man. Like, I just think... Yeah, I think yeah. Because sometimes you're just like... I don't know if you feel this, but sometimes I feel you're just like, ah, today's not... I just don't want to do it today. <laughs> you know? And, and, you, and you just... Mm, you just, yeah, you yeah. just 
can't you obviously you have to because it, it's it's you have to get up at this time and they're getting up at five or four you're just like man this is just like this life is like oh, i just wish i had more time and all of this stuff and you, and you, you feel like i'm losing you lose creativity and all of these different things there's just loads of emotions but then i don't know man the struggle sometimes is just like i think it's, it's more about the worth it's like am i am i like i think you said as well am i worthy enough of being a father or being a parent and i think that sometimes hits different in different at different times and i think it's always i think it's always going to be a struggle but um just affirm- i think for me it's just affirmation man trying to be like yes i i can do this i've been doing it i keep doing it and i try my best to just keep on which is uh it's hard to kind of keep on like motivate yourself when when you know it's 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 a clear struggle but it's yeah i think i, I think i struggle just in, in, in different circumstances like but mainly it's, it's between work and being away from home and working and not being able to see the kids and my partner and that sometimes is a struggle but it's something i have to do so it's just yeah sometimes there's never a balance mm. but it it's yeah go go for it how do how do you create that um because i've i'll be honest since i've had kids i've pretty much me and my wife have pretty much been together all the time throughout it okay. all so like just the thought of like being away from them while like how do you how do you do that <laughs> is the best way to ask yeah. like, how do you go away from them do what you need to do come back and still create like I think that's one of my fears that I've always struggled with. So how, how do you do that? Yeah, it's... So I think with, with our first one, with our first... Um, I keep calling him the first. He's called Shiloh. I call him Shiloh. That's his name. Uh, with our first son, I never <laughs> I never really got to do that, man. I think it's really... One thing I really messed up on, not messed up on, but I learned from was... My partner obviously uh, now produces for the company, but she used to dance for the company as well. Um, so like she... Sorry, what was I saying? Yeah, I think I remember the time I was like, yeah, before we had a baby, I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, like, I prom- like you know, you're going to be in the studio. We'll be fine. Like, we'll, we'll figure out a way and life will be all this. And then the baby came and we were like, oh, this is not going to work. So I think I I, I, <laughs> I remember I, prom- I promised too much. I, pro- I was like, I promised all these things and that never happened for her because she was a performer. And I think that I always, I always felt that it felt like guilt. I was like, yeah, I kind of taken away um, her ability to be able to kind of perform. And it's still something that kind of holds me. Like, I still hold on to, t- to today, but... In terms of the question of that balance, it never worked with our five-year-old, but with the twins now, it kind of works more because it's more like the certain work or certain jobs that I just don't, I can't take. You know, if, if, if I'm away for like a month, um, I have to say no to it just like, just for now until like, you know, the the twins are kind of in nursery or whatever, we've got a better setup. But um, yeah, I think it's, you learn. So I, I think because we learned from our, our first, now with the, now with the, the two the two twins there's more uh, and then there's more of an understanding more of a communication between me and my partner so it's yeah you just have to yeah it's, it's about building communication you know which is which can be tough mm. and how does it feel when you have to like reject um, a job or some form of work for your fa- for, for family reasons like honestly how would that how does that feel to you you know what like it's before I think before it probably would have felt like oh you know opportunity like I'm losing this opportunity why am I not getting this opportunity but to be fair now it's like you understand you understand that the things are important it's about sacrifice you know like you're this is the reason also about being a parent is that you sacrifice a lot and there's a lot of things that have to go and also timing man it's like come on I've got you know by hopefully by God's grace there's, there's time for me to, to to live longer and and do other work in, in another in another particular time so it's about I don't know most of the time I'm just a bit like this is fine, man. Like I said, before I wouldn't be, and it's like, before I was, I felt like I'm just chasing money and I have to chase this and live, but I'm, I'm okay in, in the situation at the moment that I'm in. So it, it's more, um, I don't know, it's more, it's more doable. Like I can kind of accept that certain work is not for me now and I can wait. So, which is fine. 
which works definitely yeah. man and what kind of work are you working on now at the moment so now um so yeah we're, obviously we're touring black so we're doing black dog that's that's touring and it's coming back to actually london at saddlers um on the 30th of mm. september on the first of october come watch um so that's there you can kind of watch yeah. that. <laughs> quick promotion but um yeah i'm kind of i'm started kind of working on a new um a new idea or a new piece or a new world um, that I'm kind of diving into at the moment so yeah I, yeah it's nice it's kind of nice being back in the studio and working on something new um, which is really cool because I think after the pandemic after the two years of the pandemic I don't know man I had a lot of um, just a lot of like ideas and thoughts and what was happening in the world and I was a bit like okay it's time to um, yeah express these ideas in, in a more theatrical way so yeah I'm looking forward to yeah just 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 working on some new stuff man so yeah man mm. definitely how was how was covid for you actually um was your was your first in um school yeah he would think he, uh five yeah so he he would have been wait he would have he just when covid happened he just turned four five, yeah he just turned four yeah so he would have just turned did he turn four right, three okay. four five yeah four five five it was like two years in it he would have turned four i'm sure three four <laughs> This is such a dad convo. I know, man. It? <laughs> it, might, it, might, it, might, it might have actually turned three or four or five. Yeah, it might be either three or four. But he, um, yeah, he was in nursery. Obviously, yeah, he obviously couldn't go to nursery or anything like that. But it was, you know, what it was, COVID was nice to him spending time with him and my partner. So that was really nice to, because he learned mm-hmm. a lot as well. And being around him, I learned, I just saw a lot of traits in him. Um, but yeah, COVID was a weird, it was a weird thing. But for me, it was the best time for me because I don't really I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to be honest I don't really like get on I don't really not like people I love people but I'm just like I'm so antisocial in my own way <laughs> I'm so introvert yeah I'm so introvert in my own ways like being in my own space I thrived off COVID I was like this is the life like I've always wanted not to talk to anyone mm. to be at home to be locked in um, I loved it like I loved yeah I loved that that aspect of it it was tough but there was beautiful aspects of it which I loved to be fair mm. Yeah, I can, I can, I can definitely relate with that as well. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, another thing I wanted to kind of talk about is um, going back towards the whole like um, I think you were mentioning when you were making Black Dog, you were, you were the reason why it was so hard for you to kind of um, watch again was the kind of like traumas and things that you were relating. What kind of like traumas did you have growing up that you kind of wanted to create in that piece or or just in your pieces in general? That's a big question, man. <laughs> Yeah. The to, to break it to break it down like when i was watching black dog like it's the level of emotion that 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 show provokes yeah you know that person who's created this piece yeah. has been through something yeah, like, they've been through a lot mm. they've, they've seen stuff and they know how to make that not only feel it but to translate that to anyone and let them feel it too yeah. so they can relate to it in an entertaining way or a healing way mm. right that is amazing that's straight yeah. up amazing what kind of how do you take your trauma and turn it into something creative? That's kind of where I'm dwelling. Yeah, into. definitely. Um, yeah, man, the trauma of it is because you, again, you, you experience some of the trauma. I think some of the stuff that I experienced wasn't just wasn't just my perspective. It was also from the dancers' perspective as well. So talking to them about what they were going through <laughs> and what they were seeing. Um, there was, yeah, there was a lot of, yeah, I think even just starting, there was just a lot of conversation about you know, what's happening and between people's lives and what they've gone through. But like I think using the trauma of what you go through, it's for me it, it always feels like flick, like flickering dreams of like ideas of that what I, what I saw, what I experienced, um, and how I kind of dealt with that. But it, it's like you, you, I think what you do is you bring yourself, you bring yourself to the picture and say, you know what, this is what I saw at this particular time, and how to deal with it. Is I have to go, I have to try and go back as much as possible 
write it down, think about it. Okay, how did it make me feel at that particular time? How, what is the healing? What is the healing process of what I'm trying to find through it now? Um, but yeah, trauma is a thing that it can it can it can be with you for it's, it's with you forever. Like it, I feel like it sits with me. Like a lot of the stuff that I spoke about in Black Dog isn't really isn't it doesn't just vanish. It kind of like stays with you. But then you Black Dog for me is a therapy session. Like every time it's performed for me, it's like and when I do watch it, it's like okay, I'm still dealing with this, but just in another way. You know, whether it's through my family. Um, so it's. Yeah, I don't know, man. And I think it's it's just hard when I hear like, especially like younger, 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 younger kids who, who experience it in such a drastic way that it just hurts, man. It, yeah, it really does hurt a lot. So, yeah, it's it, it's phenomenal being able to. I think that's one thing a lot of people, and I'm speaking for myself mainly, struggle to be able to take your trauma and things that have um, been emotionally emotionally damaging for yourself, and just because, like you said, it sits with you forever, and just learning to like tame that like learn from it and tame from it and and like i said what you're able to do which is not just tame it but then create something positive out of it that other people can learn from that's like the ultimate goal of where you want to take a trauma isn't it like to show people it's not just what it, what you've experienced it's how you can cr- create from this and do something even better from it so hats off to you my man hats off to you for sure um and do you try and create create um, your pieces from trauma all the time or is it kind of like sometimes from happiness or from like other from your dancer's perspective like you kind of mentioned like where do your, all, all your creative emotions come from when you're creating these pieces yeah no no I wouldn't no, I would, yeah say they're all from trauma but they're from they're all definitely from experiences like I think it's everything is like yeah, we experience we live um, and sometimes you just like you have conversations with people you talk to certain people um, and they tell you something you're like oh right you're going through that like that that feels I'm going through that but just in a different way and it, might, it may not be trauma um, but it's all um, it's all things that I see I think it's things that I see in here are the two things that kind of inspire an idea or a particular piece man it's very um, yeah I don't know it's very like, like you're, yeah, you're just like living you're living something you're living from, from, other experience, from other people's experiences but I think it's, yeah, it's a lot of conversation with people that, that kind of triggers me to kind of make something as well at the same time because yeah, man, some people have just gone through a lot and you're just like, oh, like some things you're just like, I'm not, I'm never going to make into a piece because that's, that experience, it, it's not just too much for a particular piece, but some things don't need to be made just, just through trauma. It's because someone's experience. Mm. Yeah, you can't always make that, that thing live in a theater. So it, it takes, I don't know. It's, mm. yeah, there's some things you just, I don't know. Yeah, it's really hard to, to digest everything. Got to be delicate. You got to be delicate yes, with. That's it. the that's the word, man. Delicate with certain things, and I think it's that's why I think yeah, as a creative man, it's important that some things you leave and some things you do talk about. And I think there is there's some secrets that people do. We have this, everyone has, has secrets in different ways, or, or, or if it's creative or just life. And there's some mm. things that you just maybe you're not ready to speak about yet, and, and I think that's fine. And I think for me, there's loads of things mm. that I'm not ready to confront you and I may, I may I never will maybe it might be in a film or it might be in a book or whatever so I think there's other forms of of other ways that we can express rather than it just being through dance um, which is the, the beautiful thing about art you know you can express through different ways which is good mm. Mm. yeah like you, you obviously I know you from your dancer background and stuff obviously you've been doing directing and all that kind of stuff as mm. well how was how was how did you get into the whole directing side and how's that been for you it's been good. I think like directors, it's weird. Like, yeah, to call myself a director sounds weird, isn't it? Because you're just like, you're, like, when you hear directors, you're like, yeah. Movies, <laughs> I think of Michael Spielberg. I know, like, yeah. like, yeah. But you know, like, like stuff like directing and stuff, I think it's, it's something that, because um, I've always loved like filming stuff and having like stuff on visuals. Um, I've always loved film as well. So yeah, something that I kind of started kind of more young, like I kind of just was like filming stuff quite young, like making 
or having people like film like dance stuff and that's kind of how I got into it is by because I also love I love watching movies and stuff um, yeah I love like yes cinematic like the idea of cinematic and visual storytelling is something that I really love like being able to get people to feel something that you feel but on for a screen and trying to get an intention out I think it's something that I love but it's yeah I kind of more that the film stuff I kind of kind of more fell into and I think now it's taking my time to figure out um because um, I would love to one day, you know, like make a full, like a full length film, and I uh, and I will one day, just not now. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, see, so yeah, for me, cinema is beautiful. Cinema and and, and cinematic stuff is it's it's the world I'll probably dive into in a couple of years. Do you do you feel like it enhances your dance, or do you feel like it's in its own expression? Like you could film and it doesn't have to always be dance. Like how do you use film to portray your creative ideas? Yeah, like I see, I see like dance as film. So when I'm when I'm making like a dance show, for me it's a film. So for me, when audiences are come to watch it, I'm like, you're you're basically coming to watch cinema, but live in your face. It's like, you know, 10D or something, 3D. I'm like, I'm like, let's make 3D into like next. That's a 10D. I don't know. There's not even a 10D, but in my head, I'm like, that's, that's that that vision of, of what I'm trying to create is, is no, it's cinema, man. Like I think because it's I also use I borrow a lot of techniques from film. Like I read quite a lot of film books about technique and how to use those techniques together so I kind of find yeah look at those techniques and try to and try to figure out how to use that in dance um, yeah um, but yeah film film is <laughs> it's fine don't worry film is uh, yeah film, like, film technique is a big thing that, that I use in, in, in theatre which is in dance pieces which which helped me a lot for sure do you do you film your kids by any chance um, yeah like, like what like film them as in like what do you mean just, <laughs> well like use them in in just, just like in, in like in like the um, the way, like maybe in your pieces, or I, I don't know, but like just in general, are you filming your kids catching their moments and stuff? How important is that to you? Do you do that? Yeah, like I, that's where I get like this inspirational movement from. You know, like my son, like five year old, he okay, he um, yeah, like so basically when we, when we were making Black Dog, he was in the I think when he was so he just started walking, so he's probably been like one yeah one in a bit. Um, we just got footage of him like in the studio and all the dancers are copying him, his movement. Some of the movement people that, that see, well, not only people notice, but some of the movement you see black dogs from him because he, he used to like do these drops on the floor and get back up and... All the, I thought so. I love that Yeah, but all of that, like, it's all him. Like, that's why I think it, that the pieces, you know, it's him, the pieces are all, yeah, about him, but still. He, um, yeah, that was important. Like, I think because they're so like innocent with what they do so they don't really they don't know like that the movement that they're doing is like, it's just, they just didn't actually do it from their bodies and I think that for me is the real... It's a real movement because you're not they're not thinking about what it looks like and as dancers and choreography we think about what things look like it's pure. It's, it's, I think it's pure and you can't you don't get that in any other way like so that yeah like filming stuff I definitely do that um, like putting them in films like I've made like two done like two like fil- films that my son was in um, which was nice so I've done, I've done like a lockdown piece he was in it and then my son was in like a a, a thing that I've done in 2018 um, so yeah it's been I think it's nice having them yeah having them involved even if they don't know what's going on, it's just having yeah, having yeah. involved. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, man, it's a good. I love it. Because even even when they get older, they're gonna look back on that and go, "Oh, I remember that kind of experience." Yeah. It's there captured, and you can like. Yeah, some experiences are good. Some yeah. are not. Like the last two things I've made that my son's been in, they haven't like been like <laughs> they've been quite not dark, but they've been pretty sad. <laughs> not like not, they haven't been like lightful things. Oh right, yeah, yeah. See you mean, yeah. So when he watches it, I'm gonna be a bit like, ah, <laughs> man. You know, I was going for a particular time, and he's going to ask me all these questions. And but that's good, though. I think that's that's what that's what's good about it, though, man. Like they can, you, you get to ask me why I felt 
that way and it's you know and to explain to him like it's never it was never about you it's just about your, your dad trying to figure out how to to deal with with this life and he, he may go mm. through it as well when he grows up and he has kids like i can now explain that and i think that's that's the beauty again the beauty of parenthood man you can teach you know they can learn from watching and and then you know you don't have, you don't, they, they don't have to repeat your same actions but they can they can do better which is what i feel like is a positive thing definitely man yeah i think that that is the definition of a dope black dad to be honest being able to teach that your, your child from your experiences and just kind of bettering the generations as we go on and on and on um and yeah you're doing a great job of that for definite sure try um, but yeah it was such a shock to know that you had you got free that's mad free, bro man. that's so cool how many, how many, how many kids you got <laughs> i've got two i've got two one is oh, i'm getting ages now um one is four and one is six yeah 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 a boy and a girl, hey, and I'm stopping there. I've experienced boy. both sides of it. Boy, you're stopping there. Come on, bro. You're not stopping there, man. Forget me. you got to get two yeah. more, man. Four. I'm stopping there, my man. <laughs> it's a race, is it? Uh, uh, honestly, my man, it's been an absolute pleasure doing this. <laughs> it's been a pleasure doing this with you, my man. Honestly, we definitely need to catch up some more. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. you want... Um, the people listening to know or check out that you're you're recently doing anything anything you want to kind of shamelessly plug in there for us um so yeah we're doing yeah we're talking i want to know anyway we're talking, <laughs> no we're talking we're talking black dogs so black dogs coming to london it's coming to sadler's sadler's wells sadler's wells theater um on the 30th of september and the 1st of october um it's two nights so yeah like yeah just like for, for anyone who's yeah again for anyone who's just going through it or someone that's that you know that's probably gone through depression or um, just kind of struggling with fatherhood or struggling with parenthood like just bring someone along man I think it's important um, but now man I just think my last thing will just be like again I think because we are talking about parenthood and, and like some people probably might be listening to this who are going into that process and it's like I'm not here to give anyone advice but it's just like keep going man like that's all I can say it's like yeah wherever you start wherever you're in the middle or you're starting it um, the journey of it I think is important just to the process is tough man and it, and it looks every day is going to look very different some days look the best some days look the worst but um, as a, speaking from a, as a creative man it, it's yeah you learn in the creative process that everything you do is a process and I think learning from our children is an important thing to, to implement and also to our creative life so yeah man just it's a positive message I just want to end it I want to end it positive man because it's like I know people are going through it in different in different places all around the world so it's just we got to keep going in it so yeah just positive affirmation yeah. there man yeah. and, and that's one thing I, <laughs> that's one thing I love about what Dope Black Dad's been doing is it's this kind of collective process of people sharing experiences so you can relate to um, mm. what you're going through in, in different ways and yeah. like like I said even for myself I could definitely relate with how you're going through um, through certain mm. things which was shocking to me to even know you were feeling that way yeah, um, but yeah it's, it's just nice to kind of have that, that dialogue isn't it mm. um, definitely man so yeah I want to thank everyone for listening um, everyone for listening to the podcast Botis you've been absolutely amazing we're definitely going to catch up a little bit more after yes. this ends anyway um, but yeah guys thank you for listening and yeah we'll see you in the next one nice one <laughs> Dope Black Podcast Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.